You are listening to Off the Cuff. Now, here's your host, Adam Banks. Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. Coming at you live from the Belmont Studio here in Lexington, Kentucky. Amber, would you say that's R. Kelly's best song? I would say this is very much R. Kelly's number one song. The best Uh, he's ever done. I would say it's definitely a toss-up between Ignition and Bump and Grind. Or I Believe I Can Fly. I, you know, I be- I love I Believe I Can Fly. Yes. But I like the ones that I feel like I can dance to because I relate them more to some of my memories like of my childhood. Regardless, regardless of what song it is, you got to respect R. Kelly's music. It was good music. He had some good songs. He wrote that song for Michael Jackson, You Are Not Alone. You Are Not Alone. I did not know that until I watched Surviving R. Kelly. So, we decided we were going to watch... It was strange. R. Kelly, he loved little girls, man. Well, Teenage hang, girls. Hang on now. Let's not say little girls. Yes, they were definitely underage, yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think people were so quick to blame all of that on R. Kelly, but... Nobody is like asking the parents, like, "Hey, you didn't think it's a little weird? Your sixteen-year-old was like." I think he would. Alone. I think he would prey on troubled youth. I think that's well, something that he. You would see do. a lot of the parents, you know, out there. Like, uh, this is by no means a, a, a situation that can ever be explained away. I just think there's more people at blame than just R. Kelly. Does he have a problem? Yes. Can he make me shake my ass? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's playing his music anymore. Everybody's jerked him off the radio. Uh, He's po- off the radio. Yeah. He's coming anytime. From what I'm gathering is they're going to start taking his music off iTunes and they're going to start pulling movies that have used his songs and rework new songs in. But how do you take him out of Space Jam? You can't take him out of Space Jam. It's one of the greatest soundtracks of all time. I Believe I Can Fly was excellent. And there was a lot of good songs in that Space Jam I actually soundtrack. downloaded the um, the Quad Train Space Jam yesterday. Just because all this is kind of going on. You know, it made me think of that, so. Well, Amber, did you watch the Super Bowl? I watched um, the 13-minute halftime show, and I watched about two or three minutes intermittently. So, you, so a lot of people just watch the Super Bowl for the halftime show. Um, I love the halftime and show. And commercials. That's what people watch it for. The two things. Yep, the two things, commercials and um, halftime show. Well, it's an, American, it's, a, it's, it's an American cultural event. If you live in this country as a citizen, the thing to do here on, on Super Bowl Sunday is to sit down and watch the football game. Yep. You got to have it on. At least... Have it on in the back. I had it on in the background. At least have it on in the background. At least just ha- if you're not watching it, at least just flip to it to see what's going on. Because the whole country, for some reason, is watching it. It's weird. They it feel weird. obligated to tune in, so everybody's watching it. Commercials went for five million dollars for thirty seconds. Um, the commercials were really good. I enjoyed um, the Handmaid Tale, and then the UK football. That was that, that was, was cool, that and the Burger cool. King one. Um, those are the only two that I've watched so far. The game itself, it wasn't a high-scoring game. It, I bet under 56. I, that's what I bet. And it did. I think the score was like, I don't know, what was it, 10 13 to... 13 to 3? 13 to 3. It was... Or 13 to 10, maybe? No, it was 13 to 3. Well, Tom Brady, oh my gosh, won his sixth Super Bowl. Bill Belichick won his sixth Super Bowl as the head coach. Talk about two careers. What two fascinating careers. I just have to say this about Tom Brady. This guy... 
he might be the most fascinating athlete of this decade. If you look at the decade 2010 to 2019, you got LeBron James, you got Tom Brady, but arguably Tom Brady is the best. He is the best athlete of the decade. He won his sixth Super Bowl. That is quite unbelievable. It's almost impossible to make it to a Super Bowl. Tom Brady's been to nine and won six. Here's a guy who played football at Michigan. He wasn't a high recruit. He wasn't even projected to go in the NFL draft. And he graduated from Michigan. And the Patriots took a risk. They famously rolled the dice in the 2000 NFL draft and picked Tom Brady in the sixth round, 199th pick. The 199th pick overall. The New England Patriots selected Tom Brady. Now, the Patriots, they had a new guy in charge, Bill Belichick, who I'll get to in just a second. It was his first year coaching at the Patriots. And then here comes Tom Brady. I think about all of these teams that passed on Tom Brady. I think about the six teams that passed on a quarterback. I have a list here of the teams that selected quarterbacks before Tom Brady. The Jets used their 18th pick on Marshall quarterback Chad Pennington. The 49ers drafted Hofstra's Giviani Carmazzi in the third round with the 65th overall pick. Uh, The Ravens selected Chris Redman out of Louisville in the third round with the 75th pick overall. Tennessee's T. Martin was taken in the fifth round by the Steelers with the 163rd pick overall. And then Mark Bulger of West Virginia was taken by the Saints with the 168th pick overall in the sixth round. So you look at all of these people who went before Tom Brady, and you look at what they did in the NFL compared to what Tom Brady has done just overall in the league. It stops you in your tracks. And, I mean, it makes you mad, and it makes you just start kicking yourself. Like, uh, as a Bengals fan, I'm like, dang, even the Bengals – Could have had Tom Brady. But all these teams, they passed on him. But you don't know what what hard work can do, what hard work can truly, truly do. Like Tom Brady did, he put in the work to become the greatest of all time. And last night, if you had any doubt of who the GOAT was, last night Tom Brady solidified it. Bill Belichick, the head coach of the New England Patriots, what a career for him too. A guy who got fired by the Cleveland Browns, if you remember, who wasn't good enough to coach at the Browns. He went to the Patriots, and now is going to go down as one of the greatest football coaches of all time. And you got to think about all these people who hate Tom Brady. He's got more haters than he has fans. A little kid asked Tom Brady the other day how he deals with the haters, and this is what Tom Brady had to say. I don't know. What do we do about the haters? We love them. We love them. We love them back because we don't hate back. We appreciate it, and we love them, and we wish them the best in their life. And that's the type of person that Tom Brady is. He's very humble. He's got a gorgeous wife. He's got $350 million worth of net worth. And he says stuff like that. And he just won a six Super Bowl. I keep saying every year, okay, this was the last time we're going to see Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Or, wow, that was something, watching Tom Brady's last Super Bowl. And then every year, here he shows up in the Super Bowl again. So I'm not saying it again. Tom Brady could be in the Super Bowl next year. And guess what? Tom Brady could win next year. Talk about a story. 
if Tom Brady wins seven. But he's already won six. He doesn't have to play another game. It makes me wonder why he does still play football. He does not have to. He does not need to prove anything else. He can go for the rest of his life and be around the game in some other capacity other than being on the field. Seems a little risky to me to go out there and risk your brain and risk your body. I know that quarterbacks don't get hit like the rest of the team does, but when you're Tom Brady, why play? You just won six, man. How good does the feeling feel after six times? Are you going to have that same feeling? But it was great. Greatness was all around the Super Bowl last night. But, you know, like we were talking about, I enjoyed um, how much he's promoted his family throughout this. You know, he had his children out on the field, like, playing with him afterwards. How cool would that be to go win your sixth Super Bowl and then just go off to the side and hang out with your wife and play with your kids? And play with your kids. And did you see the crowd that would surround Tom Brady and the people that were trying to get to him, but they made sure the people who were supposed to get to him first got to him. Like, they had the president of the team, or the owner of the team, they got to Tom Brady, you know, got a picture, got a, a photo of all that. Then they had CBS, the anchor woman for CBS, because that was on their channel. They had her interview Tom Brady. And then they had, uh, you know, his wife come up. They had to take them through all these people and with their kids. And he held one of his kids, I think it was his one of his daughters, he only has daughters, right? He don't have no son. I think. Right, yeah, he only has daughters. And uh, so, yeah, it, it was it was absolutely amazing. Maroon 5 did a horrible halftime performance. Okay, so here's where I can come in. So, Maroon 5, I love Adam Levine. Let me just completely start this off with, I love Adam Levine. Why? Um... He's hot. I don't know what else to say other than that. He's just a very... He's very pleasing to look at. Okay. Uh, and I think a lot of it is his demeanor as well. But Maroon 5... He's got a... Adam Levine... Look, can I say something about Adam Levine? Go right ahead. I don't like him. I, I just... Well, I, he's a prick. He He's cocky and he's not confident. And, you know, there's, there's the thing. He's very insecure, I can tell. I would say yes. And yes. I think a lot of it is just... There's I don't know. So I don't much know more why. that could have been done with that performance. Yeah, gosh, they, it was they come out, and uh, one of the things that I was thinking to myself is, I was like, "Oh my gosh, they just played an entire like radio channel worth of songs." I would skip. It's kind of the way I felt. I felt like I was listening to the radio, like waiting for the song to pass. Yeah. So it could move on. But they come out and they start with "Harder to Breathe." They start with that. I'm talking this came out, what, 2003, 2004? Yeah, why did they do that? Um, I think they were just trying to play off of, like, you know, Lady Gaga done this. But Lady Gaga's was... But Lady Gaga jumped off the top of, uh, of the stadium into the, you know, into the middle of the field. Don't get me started on Lady Gaga's performance because I think hers was probably the second... Second best... Best performance Other of all than time. Michael Jackson. Yes, Michael. And then I'm going to have to say Lady Gaga. That blew me away in 2017 when she jumped off the frigging... Uh, stadium when she jumped yep. off of the main top, and then she stood up there and she kind of did a uh, a taunt of Michael Jackson when she put her hands on her hips, like how Michael did at his performance, and she stood like him. Remember? Yeah. And then she was flipping around until she reached. Hey, that was entertaining. That was entertaining. Adam Levine standing in the middle of a stage that 
I don't really know what they thought. They were trying to make an M. It didn't work out. And he starts singing Harder to Breathe. It's, it's terrible. Vocals were okay. I will say one thing about Adam Levine. He can sing. He can sing. The performing, it's he but doesn't the, have a good matchup for the performance. Well, he just Bowl. doesn't. He's very, he's like toast. He's like dry toast. He wants to stand there and sing and take his shirt off. And that's supposed to please everybody. In your concert where I have physically paid for you to do that, cool. We can be like that. But you're here. You need to compete against Katy Perry who wrote in on what, like a 30, 50 foot, was it 30 or 50 foot like line. Yeah. And then you've got Prince who sang Purple Rain in In the the rain. rain. Which was one of the best moments in Super Bowl history. One of the best moments and then you've got the most iconic I feel for our generation. You've got Britney Spears and Aerosmith and Mary J. Blige and NSYNC. And you've got Britney and Justin at the height of their relationship walking down a catwalk singing Walk This Way at the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then Adam Levine's going to come out and stand there. And take his shirt off. And I'm supposed to think that that's just as astonishing as these other people who have worked so hard. Bruno Mars, that man put on a show. Madonna, that was a show in itself. Well, all these performances, yeah. People who come out and have tried to blow people's socks off because it's the Super Bowl. It's the moment where you have the whole world's attention. Beyonce. When you have people like... You know, I don't know if Kanye's ever done it, but wow, he should. But you have all of these people who have done these great performances, and then Adam takes his shirt off, and we're supposed to, just, and that's supposed to substitute supposed to for us. all of the things that performers have done. I will say, what a know, horrible performance! Worst Travis of all time. Scott was actually not that bad. I will give him that. I feel like it was kind of creative, and I like. I did not skip through his part. I actually did listen to all of Sicko Mode. Uh, terrible, atrocious song. I mean, it's garbage. But I, I watched it. So the big thing though, I was waiting on, Big Boy. Could not wait for Big Boy to come out. Because I just thought in the back of my head, you know Andre 3000 is coming too. And it's going to be outcast. And if they throw out, you know, hey y'all, it's over for me. I'll watch the rest of this. Unfortunately, that's not what happened. No, it was uh, it was pretty disappointing. I would have definitely, if you know, like we were talking about, you know, prior, I would have chose an entirely. I would have stuck more with like that V album that yes. Maroon Five came out with. Yes, as opposed to older stuff. She will be loved is not for the Super Bowl. Well, well, Amber, I want to thank you for doing the show. Thank you, sir. Always a pleasure to. Uh, Sit down in the studio, get to do it with you. When are we going to paint the studio? We've been talking about it for a while. I don't know. We need to soon. Is, are we? Have we decided on a color? Um. Yes and no. I think we're going to have to sit down and come to common ground. It's a work in progress. Is it green? Is that what we're looking at? We've been looking at yellow. We're yellow. Green. It's just like a pukish, ain't it? Yeah, it's kind of like puke. <laughs> but it's okay. I like it. I like it. Like mustard. Yep. I like it. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to another episode of Off the Cuff. I'm Adam Banks, and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks 
for listening to Off the Cuff with Adam Banks. To keep up with the show, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash off the cuff with Adam Banks. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and find us on iTunes to keep up with Adam. You can follow his Twitter at AdamBanks88. 